Blog Talk Radio. You know, every time I speak, I want the truth to come out. You know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like, they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? It's, I'm not saying I'm going to rule the world or I'm going to change the world, but I guarantee that I will spark the, the, the brain that will change the world. What's up, huh? What's going on, bro? Black Socrates, what it do, man? Good. Uh, everything good, man. Told you, man, I need to hit you up, man. Uh, you know, we had a great dialogue on your joint last night. Appreciate you for, um, you know, letting me get in that joint, man. But I just wanted to chop it up with you, man, a little more about some of what we was talking about, um, you know, with everything that's going on in the, you know, in the Everything that's going on, you know what I mean. You know, we we talk about this kind of stuff all the time, but I wanted to to get with you, man, because this is a sentiment that I keep seeing pushed out here, and I wanted to kind of you know get your perspective on it and see if you understand where it's coming from and give you my thoughts. And I've seen it for years, and the more research I do and the more I look into it, I'm starting to realize that there's this this coming, and I'm gonna share it with you right now that gets said quite often. And a lot of times from the country community, but not just the country community, I see other, you know, just in general, a lot of African Americans and blacks will say this. And it's, it's this concept, and, I, and I've seen it, you know, pushed out there by some, even some of our leaders and everything, but the concept, uh, the idea of uh, white supremacy, if you will, you know, that concept, or white people, or people put it that way, what they'll say, that white supremacy only respects the loss of money and violence. And you've you've heard I know you've heard that a million times. Mm-hmm. All day, every day. So, right, right, right. And then you know, in the middle of things that are happening now, you're starting to see people push it more. And when people push it and say it, when I was young, because I would hear it even when I was young, but I've heard it more as I've gotten older. I literally respected that and thought it made sense. Matter of fact, I've even seen um, who was it on uh, who said the. Um, Somebody real famous said it one time on the Rock Newman show. I can't remember who it was in particular who was on that show. But, again, I don't know. As a matter of fact, it was Dr. Cloud Anderson, I think, might have mentioned it. But either way, mm-hmm. um, again, I see it all the time. And what I'm realizing, which, again, it used to make sense to me when I was young, that um, mm-hmm. people are saying it because we still seem to be resorting to 1964 civil rights tactics when we're trying mm-hmm. to – for example, improve on police brutality and just racism altogether, where it be systemic oppression or whatever the case may be. And so, you know, eventually a lot of people get that sentiment. We just need to have our own or, or this is how we need to respond because the way we've been responding has got us, hasn't gotten us any different results. Well, what I'll tell you, and this is what I'll, what I'll tell you, in my opinion, that comment is just as reactionary as – the, the actions that we consider to be reactionary and not of now, I actually think that comment is just as reactionary based on some of the things I've studied in history. Um, before I even go into some of those details, brother, you know, just when you hear that thought, what do you think about it now? Or did you, you know, like I said, when I was young, I used to feel the same way. Did you ever, do you feel that way now? Do you understand where it's coming from? Like, what do you think about that comment that white supremacy only responds to loss of money and violent. What do you think about that comment, just in general? Yeah, um, I, I mean, you know, when I first, you know, got into uh, what they call knowledge itself and all that, 
<clears throat> which I would later uh, later realize that that was really racism, white supremacy, and it wasn't grounded in no real reality, and it sure enough wasn't grounded in you know like scholarship where you could actually pinpoint it. So for me, you know, when you're younger, you broke anyway. So I had to realize that that's really broke talk. That's not you know powerless people will make statements like that. Powerless individuals will say that. Like once you get resources, right? And once you, you know, because first you get the, the money or the resources, uh, and then you get the power to be able to move forward. So really, people who don't have any resources or any power, they make that statement. And I, and I say that's the easy way out. You know, goodness well, ain't nobody going to war. You're not going to, you're not going to war with a country like you talked about last night. It's already thoroughly established, you know what I mean, with the war mechanism in place. You're not even going to get past the police department or the National Guard. So, you know, it's it's a statement, right, because it makes you feel comfortable, and, 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 it continues, and it continues to allow you to make that statement because you ain't going to never do nothing about it. So, no, that statement's crazy. Once you realize what it is, it's, it's crazy. It's the black. I call it the blackity black. The blackity black talk. Right, cause, 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 yeah, cause even like, like when I'm breaking it down, that comment which is said so often that people are attached to it, like when people hear me breaking it down, and I'm gonna go into some, you know, again why I moved off of that talk, cause I used to say it, they people don't believe that I thought that as well as a young man, because now I'm, it's it's exactly what you're saying, it's not built in no actual, uh, like you said. Scholarship, or even, or even not even go to that that kind of word, but just the idea of show me where it's been effective, or sh- you know, like a place in history. Like a lot of times we don't like to look at history, but you know, but, the thing yeah. that you and I both love about history is um, it gives you a foundation for how to move in the future. And so, without a lack of that foundation, the comment just gets said without any look into history. But at the end of the day, people think. I'm saying it like I'm afraid to act or I'm afraid of, you know, of action without realizing I'm just asking people to show me where that sentiment works. I've even seen Dr. Umar Johnson say that's not a smart approach based on the United States being established as it is. I've even seen him say that, and I was surprised, but I was glad, you know, for all the followers that he had that he said, you know, he's like, if some leader was to do that right now, you would be taking the community on a suicide mission. But And here's another comment just along those lines that I recently saw on social media, because, again, I think even just sharing stuff like that on social media is a form of emotion, if you will. But I saw somebody make this comment and got a bunch of likes that it says, until there's a headline that says, um, you know, certain police officers that, you know, like, for example, that, and this was after the, the, the Blake situation, and they, and they were just saying that until their headline saying police body found in a, you know, found in a ditch, that until stuff like that starts happening, then we're never going to get respected. And people loved, loved, and liked, you know, not, you know what I mean? And so it's like you're running with that sentiment because I get it. Out of the emotion and anger, it feels good to, like you say, be able to say, or you call it blackly black talk. It's, it feels mm-hmm. good to be able to say, yeah, I'll respond different. Here's the thing. Some people actually mean it. So, uh, you know, I agree with you. Most people are saying it and latching on to it and won't do nothing. Some people actually do mean it. And I'm saying yeah. to even whether you, 
even if you mean it or don't mean it, show me the example of it working because between you and me as a man, that could actually be the case, that if you're willing to go hard on me and beat my ass, right, and if I never Uh fight back, then you're not going to respect me, right? So if I fight Mm -hmm. you back man to man, and and, and even if, if you beat me, but it wasn't easy to beat me, you're going to be less prone to do that shit again. So I get why people say it and think that it works, like the example I just gave man to man. But when you start putting it into the context of a nation and, you know, sovereign groups, that's simple, but people simplify it and use linear thinking to think that that's what it would take versus protesting in the manner that we currently do. And so... The mistake in it is not digging in the history. Like, for example, like most people don't know, for example, how much our ancestors here in America rebelled. They rebelled way more than you're ever going to be taught in the public school system. We, we, We know about Black Wall Street because it's been highlighted. But it took 80 years even for the blacks in Oklahoma to even know that that happened because it got buried. Well, please know... That there's a whole bunch of more massacres that are not been covered that you don't know about unless you go research them. I'll give you a couple examples of well, what I'm talking about. I'm sorry. Go ahead, jump in, bro. Let me let me jump real fast. So you let, let, yeah, let's, let's go back. Let's go back real quick to the statement that you had made when people say, "Well, Martin Luther King." I think you said something like that. Like that didn't work. Look where we at now. And but if you study where we was then. And where we at now, you realize that's a crazy statement. The work that the brothers put in, it actually works. <laughs> I mean, it, so if you go prior to that, right, it's times where you couldn't, Jim Crow, you're walking down the street, you got to walk on the other side of the street. You couldn't look a white woman, a white man in the face, right, without you getting hung. You, you know, so, like, you, let alone go sit down and eat some food. Right? You know, they, they give you food out the back door. You got to use a different bathroom. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's, it's, it's almost as if the emotion is taking over. We all know if, if you operate off of emotion, you're in trouble. Like, emotion is good, you know, to get it started, get it going. When the reality set in, reality is that we're able to have this conversation on the phone based off of what the brothers before us did, the brothers and sisters did. Exactly. The sacrifices, the boycotts, the getting busted in the head, right? They didn't go to war. If they went to war, they'd have been done. They wouldn't have made it. Okay? So they used a tactic, and it was a hell of a tactic, which took way more heart than I think I would have had. Right? I don't got that kind of heart to take a blow upside the head and then come back the next day and take another blow. A.J. Gaskins, I've always said, I've always said, MLK, I'm going to let you finish, I just want to throw this in because of what you just said, I've always said, MLK nuts hang lower than any man I know, because I'm not showing back up the next day. (laughs) Yeah, as a matter of fact, I heard you say it. It's reality. So, so A.J. Gaskins, who was a a, a a supporter? He basically financed the Dagon Civil Rights Movement. Uh, get, you know, gas and hotels in uh, Mobile, Alabama. He had the first insurance mm-hmm. company. He was like, man, 
Why is y'all putting them kids in front of I don't agree with that. He said, I'd rather sit at the table and negotiate with white people. They listened to me. Right? Because he had money. Like, like for him to get, they had, they had the, the sign on the water fountain and the bank we had his money. You know, he gave him two days to get it out, get, you know, take the sign down, take the money out the bank. But he had millions, so of course they took the signs down. Right? But, but so, so I'm just saying that act of letting the world see how brutal they was, it worked. So trying to go to war, right, being in a position where you can't go to war, it, it, just, it, it doesn't make sense talking about moving something forward. they like, what are you talking about? So, so there's, there's different scales to things. So just me and you fighting, I show you that I'm tough. That's not how it works, right? The way we show them that we tough, right, is to take advantage of the things that we're supposed to take advantage of and the things that we can take advantage of, right? and start being self-sufficient on the things we can be. And then there, when there are things available for us, educate ourselves to it and take advantage of it. Like, don't let the immigrants come in and take more advantage of the programs that's supposed to be for you. Like, you just got to be certain. You got to be very, very proactive. And then you got to know that we're, we're going through problems. And I think we're so comfortable now, right, with us being able to speak like we want to speak, that we, we, we really feel like it's really not a fight. And our actions show that we're comfortable and we got all we really want. I'll ask you know that. I just got to say it, bro. No, that's fair, man, because cause here's the other thing. I want to even challenge the sentiment directly. The sentiment that white races, the white supremacists only respect violence and loss of money. And I'm sitting here going, when I look at the history, I'm like, that ain't even true. I'm going to tell you why I say that. So, you know, last night you heard me say, the aspect of, and this is, we both know this is a reality. America was founded on and relishes in violence. Relishes it, loves it to the extent that how you scan somebody who relishes violence, just to throw that out, and I'll come back to that, because here's the thing that made me call you was I've been thinking about the money part, right? And I've always known these, but it clicked for me last night, and this is why I called you. What clicked for me was, this is after, you know, after I talked. I thought about this. Even the loss of money, the way we see it, is a mistake in 2020. Because, you, for example, we're always calling for these different boycotts or boycott this. And a lot of times when we're calling for them, it's all, and I've done a video on this, it's always on the, typically it's on the national level. Because we never put in perspective two things, how, much, how many of us are part of the population and how much money we have in comparison to other groups. And sometimes people say, well, don't, why are we comparing our money to other groups? Well, you have to compare it if you're telling me you, we want to do a boycott that's going to make them give in to something we're asking for. You have to have a perspective <laughs> of how much money do, how, do you have to actually make them give in to you. If you just say it symbolically and never consider that, then you make the mistake, for example, with the, what happened with the you know, Colin Kaepernick situation in the NFL boycott. You know, for you know, for those who were calling for the boycott, and you know, for those who call for it, and those who rock with it, their perspective is: if all blacks had done it, it would have been effective. Or some people even think that the boycott worked to a certain extent. Well, I I studied that thing over a couple of years, and because you know, it lasted kind of went on for a couple of years, right? Well, the NFL numbers started going down, but when you did the research, they found that they was losing more of their white constituents who were tired of seeing players <laughs> kneel 
And that's why the numbers went down. And that's why the NFL eventually came out with that statement says you cannot come out. So they clearly appealed to their larger constituents than the boycotts we were doing. Sometimes there were some black activists that thought that the NFL numbers coming down was because of what we were doing, not knowing that the research ended up proving that it was just, why people say, well, if they're doing that, I ain't watching. And so the NFL said, we got to do something now. So they just basically ignored Colin Kaepernick and our boycott mm-hmm. until a bunch of whites stopped looking at it. And it's not even, not, you know, if somebody listening to me now think I'm talking about making this about white people being powerful. No, it's just the numbers game. Yeah, that's a, wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You ever been, you ever been to an NFL game before? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, I work at, okay, I work at the so, stadiums here. All right. Okay, so then how many people is white? as opposed to how many people is black in the stadium. <laughs> hey, well, I'm in Atlanta, so we wanted a few places that's going to be a whole bunch of blacks, but most stadiums, hell no, it ain't too many of us. That's keeping it a buck. Atlanta's yeah, one of the few places that. where it's going to be mostly us. Yeah, well, that's But I've been to other I'm stadiums. T- yeah, 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 I've done. Mm-hmm. But outside of Atlanta, when I go to D.C., when I go, you know, work some of the other stadiums, yeah, 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 we ain't the dumb. Because we, 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 we good with watching it at home. We're watching at home. Okay, the, the stadium ticket, what, $70, $100, $200? Yeah, you got to pay some money. So, we, you know, and, and season, what about, see, you got to look at the season uh, ticket holders. Okay, those boxes, with the million-dollar boxes, 300000 you know, those, like, people who don't want to see all that. And they feel like your dog in the flag. Right, so at the end of the day, man. Well, and the bigger right. picture, though, uh, not to cut you off, but the bigger picture is the is the money. The biggest money now is the TV money. So it's literally even the white people that are just turning it off. At T, that's who moved. That's who actually because they make way more money than the you know the stadium money is nothing compared to the TV contracts now. Oh, that's, so okay, the that's big true. money. That's yeah, so I'm just saying. So the real thing was the the numbers going down on TV, which just showed that a bunch of whites had stopped watching. And I don't want to belabor that, but I'm just saying we never considered the actual numbers. I remember my grandfather, because I love to go back and ask, you know, I'm from South Carolina or whatever. I love asking old elderly people what was it like in the early, you know, the early whatever, different times. My grandfather was involved with the NWCP, um, you know, locally where I'm from. And uh, I remember one time um, they decided they wanted to do a, a – a protest because they couldn't go to the local pool, right? And so they do the protest, and then the next day, you know, they was going to show up again. So they go to show up the next day. The white people had filled a pool up with sand. So not nobody could use it. Nobody could use it. <laughs> I give this example. I give this example because the only boycott, the only boycott, here it is, the only boycott that we really know about that we know generally speaking i'm talking about as a at now in 2020 <laughs> there were other boycotts that were successful but the only one we know about for example is the very successful one was the the, the Samuel bus you know bus boycott montgomery bus boycott but i but you put that you in know, perspective that thing took hold on you know quick. why i was successful no 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 real quick wait real quick no 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 please let me say this because this is my big right, my main point all right go ahead it took 383 days that's not that, that you know. Yes, it shows the resilience of us. But here's the flip side: when we say white supremacy only respects certain things, it t- that tells me for 383 days, them white people say we'd rather y'all motherfuckers not ride 
We'd rather not have your motherfucking money. And it took that long before it hit their bottom line enough for, and it wasn't the racist. It was part of the people from the bus company said, hey, it ain't went no problem. The reality was it was other industries saying to the bus companies, hey, your stuff is affecting our job now. But, it, but I'm just saying, you don't fill up no pool with, with sand if you got respect for the fact that you ain't getting these people business. It don't take 383 days unless you're saying, I'd rather hate you than get your motherfucking money. All right, well, hold on. Not only that it wasn't so much as the damn bus company itself, it was the it was the place that black people needed to be for white people, which got white people, man. Of course, <laughs> man, they needed to clean yeah, out other industries. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to... Yeah, I want, yeah, it was I want, the other industries that drove different. the... Bro- yeah, right. Yeah, so I just want, Sorry, I want people to know that. I just want people to understand that you got, uh, you had a lot of ma- pe- people, service industry, you know what I mean? We, we, a lot of black people during that time, which still are, in the service industry, you whitewashing white people clothes, cleaning their house, cutting their grass. All that stuff was hampered by them not being able to get to work on time with you work. And it's like enough of that nonsense. That they asked Robert, he went around the bus. So, so the point I want to make here is that we just got to collect, and they don't even got to be collectively, right? I just like to make the point that each individual family has to move forward on the way they want to educate their children, make sure they're educated right, fight for the thing that I'm going to always say fight for, raise generations of babies that understand that we need to fight for the daggone check, quote-unquote, uh, reparations. Like, that has to be in the lingo. That there has to be what we think, eat, sleep, and breathe. Because, you know, the thing they try to play with us now is that, well, how do you actually know who's supposed who to, to give it money? to? Right. So guess what? I, but I love it because now, which we didn't have until 2004, where the human genome was matched out, now we got DNA. Because you can just take my DNA, bro, and tell where I'm from and where the slaves came from. Or do you really want to play this game? And we know how much, how much our DNA is. So if you're sitting at the proper number, then you should be good. And they know that. And we got to put that in the whole fight for reparations. Look, man, we're going to take the DNA test. We, they got DNA studies on the African-American's DNA. They know who you can look. You can look it up. You can Google it. It's so funny. As a matter of fact, you can Google, right, DNA of African-Americans. You can Google insurance companies that played in the transcontinental kidnapping trade. You can Google the countries and nations and businesses, shipbuilders. You can Google everything. It ain't even hard. It's the funniest thing, yo. Anybody listening listening right now, right, or whatever, can take themselves one hour and damn, they put the piece together. Exactly. And you can know whether or not your ancestors were here and suffered from the enslavement period. If they were here, then you qualify ADOS. African descendants of slavery. If they were not, then take the same formula, the same blueprint, because it may, you know, I don't anticipate it being successful in the next year or 10, year to 10 years. But but I do, being done correctly, which is this is the correct way to do, when we take out that argument, we don't know who to give it to. Once we close that argument, now we get down to the legalities. And so so we as African-Americans, 
need to stop arguing and other blacks arguing over it's be it's not being it's not including those who are not here or who came back and forth and and, no, and not listening to the idea that we you know you and I always talk about is well you once this blueprint works take it to your country map your yeah. shit and go ask the country country that oppressed you whether it was Britain or France these are these, this is this is money that needs to be gotten but even that aside again I'm talking about the reactionary idea of people saying what we're doing now doesn't work, and then they come out to the idea of, you know, they only respect violence and loss of money. The violence thing, I want to go over that just a little bit, man, because, again, as I did this research and I was talking about the massacres and stuff, uh, there was a time uh, certain certain states had laws on the book, certain areas had laws on the book where literally, you know, this is after the enslavement, you know, after the Emancipation um, Proclamation, but they literally had on the books that if a white man comes up to you and says, "Hand me your gun," it was legally you. That was the law. You legally were supposed <laughs> to just hand it to him. All they had to do was ask you for this motherfucker, right? So um, this one time, some, you know, I, I don't know if this was in Miss—I can't remember exactly where it was at, but I think it may have been Mississippi, somewhere here in the south. But there was one group of brothers that had got something had happened, and they had took up arms. They was very upset. And they was wanting to address some shit, right? So okay. this group of um, it was like a whole bunch. Of, it, was like, it, was, it was like maybe like I don't want to make the, make the numbers up. I don't want to exaggerate it. But however many it was, it was a it was a in this they were, these brothers was taking up arms because they was gonna retaliate. You know, kind of like what we say we scared to do now. Our ancestors wasn't scared like right. people think. But anyway, so right. they take up their guns and they go down to this thing and literally this group of whites go up to them to cut them off at the pass. And literally try to implement this motherfucking law, and say, tell the our ancestors, give hand over your guns, like because it's a law. <laughs> so legally, they're uh-huh. supposed to hand their motherfucking guns over. The, our, our ancestors bucked and say, hell no. So they didn't give they they didn't give up the guns. So the white people mm-hmm. part, let them go through to wherever they was trying to go to. No lie, uh, our ancestors got on the bridge. They had a whole nother set of whites massacre their ass. Massive oh. all of them. Man. Man. White supremacy love violence, dog. They love Yeah, that's it. what they breed up. They that's love the Roman it. Empire. The Roman Empire, yo. The, they love you know it. They love it. You see, here, here, but, but, say they love it. Let me give you one more, one more, one more. It was this one massacre that happened. I just saw this one. I just researched it a couple, about three weeks ago. These motherfuckers killed the whole town. And kept it off the books for years. Motherfuckers had to dig up the bones to even find to even find out. The reason I know about it now is because the motherfuckers that dug up the bones went and did the archaeological research to find out that they killed everybody in the town. Over Dang. and I, I'm talking over some dumb shit, over some bullshit. Just like Tulsa, like Tulsa, we know the numbers on Tulsa, but this one little, this one massacre. They, but check it out, they found the um. They found the the papers at the time. They called it some riot shit that we started. But the real research was some bullshit happened, and they killed everybody in the town, buried their ass. It was a small small town of just blacks. They killed everybody in the town. Got no, got so, no. That's why we need our money, bro. And 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 let me say this. Well, man. of course, the reason we need our money. But here it is. Yeah. But people think I'm telling this story. Check it out. People think I'm telling this story because I'm scared of what white people will do. Yeah, I mean, the story is what I found out is because I ain't scared of what they'll do. 
but don't tell me they scared. Yeah. <laughs> you think about <laughs> here it is. Don't don't this is, you know here it is here it is. And it ain't that they scared. People say, well, no, but they'll respect us. Well, right now, we know that there are growing white supremacy groups around the country or whatever. But for the most part, in 2020, if you are in a white supremacist group, an openly white supremacist group. You're in trouble. You're uh, in trouble. Well, no, it's not that you're in trouble. No, what I'm saying is right now, oh, you ain't working in no America job. is. Let me point this out, though. Let me make this point. Let me make this point. If you're in an openly white supremacist group in 2020, even white people look at you like you're crazy than a motherfucker. Yeah, but hold on. Like, let me tell you why. Like, no, 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 let me no, tell no, you no, why. I've got to make this point, then I'll let you jump in. Let me jump in. I've got to make this point, then I'll let you jump in. You got so to this is what I'm, I was, I'm leading up to. I'm leading up to my main point. So not only do you are you looked at as crazy and being extreme, not only that, but here's the thing. If you know what they're about, they they getting their all their guns. You know they collect guns like a champ, right? But they're collecting their yeah. guns because they want a race war. They want one. Yeah, because they so know my you point can't. Point be being that. is, if you understand the mindset when we say stuff like races only respect loss of money and violence, well, you got these extreme motherfuckers that want a race war. They want one because they get that. Population-wise, they're four and a half times us, so they would love to spark one off. What do you mean they respect violence? They want it. Again, I'm not afraid of none of them son of bitches, but you can't sit up here and tell me that they only respect loss of money when I know they'll fill up a damn pool before they let us use one back in the day, when I know right now they wait for some shit to jump off, and you can't tell me that that, that that's, that's the move that would get us some respect. When that, that America dropped a whole bomb on Japan and they were kamikaze the damn ships, they didn't give a damn. <laughs> Yo, you crazy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, again, this ain't about being scared, but don't tell me that shit. Like, nah, that's scared. the response that we need to have at 13% of the population, that that's the response we need to have to get some respect around this bitch. No, <laughs> man. You got you to gotta so do this. what? You got, you got, you got, you got to do. Let me say, let me do this. You got to do what happened to our ancestors in Lower Egypt, which we're gonna be talking about that tomorrow when we do the destruction of Black civilization. You, I know you remember this, and you could probably break it down better than me. But if you remember how the Asians, you know, because we had a matriarchal um, lineage, because that's what our ancestors. Well, I should say the Egypt, you know, that area of Africa, if you will, because they use a matriarchal lineage. The Asians took about 600 years to get to marry in, procreate, lighten up the motherfucking, um, you know what I'm saying? The, 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 the basically the, you know, lighten up the uh, genomes that thereafter. Kept coming in droves, and this was a 600 year plan before they took over Lower Egypt, which was actually, you know, actually closer to the coast, actually. So, so, so yeah, the, the, the plan. The practical plan that worked was a 600-year plan of infiltrating through procreation. And and so what, I'm, what I'm, I'm pointing out, there's a practical plan that we've shown to work. But if you just show me us standing up and winning, then I don't even include the 1812 revolution of Haitian when I know 
uh, right after the Haitian Revolution, years later, they surrounded Haiti with some damn, the French surrounded Haiti with some damn ships and says, hey, okay, y'all got y'all independence, but y'all going to pay us reparations. And Haiti still pays French right now when they showed that show of force because why? Because Haiti got isolated. So they, they won the fucking Haitian Revolution, but right now there are kids who eat a dirt cookie every day for food. So I don't consider that winning when you ain't thought it out practically on what actually works to have and build a nation if you can't sustain let me make yourself. This, let me make this that point ain't winning. Go ahead, bro. Let me make let me make this point real quick, real fast. Um, the Haitian thing, very interesting. Uh, you, it, you fought the war, but after that you was done because other European nations allied with them and put embargoes on them so it didn't even matter. And like you exactly. said, they made them pay reparations, right? But the point I want to make is, if you look at the document that their founding fathers wrote, they was they, they was they was wanting religious freedom because they were getting persecuted in England, right? And so the documents, although they have not been able to live, live up to them documents, right? They're, they're they're fighting to get closer to the documents and what it means, right? Right? It's a slow process. That's how barbaric they were. You know what I'm saying? Like, watch this. Here's the slick stuff. England, the French, the Portuguese, they was the barbaric tribes to the Romans. I'm going to say it again. When you start talking about the Portuguese, when you talk about the French, the Brits, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And all of them, right? They was actually what the Greeks and the Romans called the barbarians, y'all. The Goths. You know what I'm saying? Yep. The Mr. Goths. The Berserkers. They was... They, they later on would be the French and the British. No, they was the barbarians. They was wilder than the Romans. Okay? So so, so I say all that to say that we're dealing with the people. Then you know how barbaric the Romans was. We dealing with the people, you know what I'm saying, that ransacked the Roman Empire. Right? And they themselves were getting persecuted so crazily that they, went, they moved to an area and they took it by murder and rape and however they wanted to do it, right, escaping, right, America, and they wrote documents because they didn't want the religion and all that nonsense. That's how they wanted it. And they had documents that are very essential to what makes America, and you call it democracy. So if you're talking about a damn democracy, it's certain things you just can't do. And, and damn it, damn it, Martin Luther King was fucking brilliant, and he made them held up to it. That's what he did. He used a system Major. against them. That shit and that's what, brilliant, bro. That's, and that's all what, I want to say on that. Okay? So exactly, all that, that's they enough. want a war. No, they don't. They don't want a war. They, what, they want, they, what they want is they want to they live up to those documents. There you go. You take you advantage of it. And that's exactly what, yep. that's exactly what Yvette Cornell and Tony Moore is doing strategically. And, and when I lay out the 600-year plan that, you know, that, 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 that the ages used to turn lower Egypt into the Egyptians we see now. You know, there's always these arguments over what was yeah, Egypt originally. People, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go over that tomorrow on the, yeah, um, you know, on the Zoom event, 8 p.m. Anybody that hear this, join us, 8 p.m. You know, find me on Facebook, mental underscore dialogue on IG or Facebook at mental dialogue. We'll be putting up the link, $5 cash out the mental dialogue. We're going to get into that history just to understand how groups move. Because what we're going, what you'll find, and you and I already always talk about this, this is just what groups do. 
Like, like we've made the mistake of buying into race as a collective when that was put yeah, on works, us. It works specifically in America. Yeah, exactly. It was put on us, and now we try to live it out and basically are oriented oriented towards whiteness in the the idea that that's what we're specifically fighting against. And no, you just got to move like tribes and groups do. That's why you're always encouraging people to build up their families, get the resources and the finances, because if there was ever a time that some of the stuff that people are fussing and talking about now that that makes you, you know, like we got to, you know, violence and, 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 you know, using your money, well, you got to have that stuff and, and to be able to compete. And so if we, it took 400 years to get in this situation for people to think we could just up and do that with an established country and there's nowhere on no. record that small guerrilla groups have been successful against established nope. countries. They have been successful against unstable countries where there's coups happening all the time and shit like that. Yeah. Well, then, you know, yeah. you know, take up your arms and do your motherfucking thing. You know what I mean? And then, like I said, the only example in credit to our ancestors, because I don't want anybody to think I'm not giving, giving credit for the Haitians being willing to stand up for what was there. But the reality is that's not an ultimate win when we look at Haitian. And then most people don't know this. During that time, during that time, Haitian was a, Haiti, believe it or not, was a world power due to the resources that was coming out of that, out of those islands. Haiti was literally a world power at yeah. that time. And now it's the poorest, it is the poorest country in the Western And across the island, Puerto Rico. Let me ask you this real quick. Um, so you know you know actually what the kidnapping trade was, for real. You know what that was, right? You talking about the translated enslavement trade, or is what you mean specifically when you ask that? I don't know. Maybe I don't know. You person okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I call it, yeah, yeah. I respect it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About kidnap, and that's illegal. The kidnap is illegal. But the point I want to make here is that it was a business venture, and I don't think we understand that. And, and so when we understand it's a business venture and it made more sense, when the business venture started to make sense and, and Britain had, had outlawed and all that, then the business tactics changed, and it was no longer profitable. It didn't even make sense as much. I don't know if me and you argued this before, but I'm just saying the yeah. business things changed where it just was better business not to have slaves. Can you agree to that? Well, you know, we have talked about it before. I will say the reason the United States was the last to get rid of it was because it's actually what made the United States a world power. So what happened yeah, but I mean, other globally. countries I'm is talking they, globally. Yeah, yeah, okay, globally, yeah, globally, globally. So that's why yeah. the other countries kind of teamed up against the United States because they was trying to, right. to keep so, so the U.S. from coming right. a world power. But, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Go ahead, though, brother. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I made my point. So, okay, so we know how the United States stands was, and they end up fighting a war, uh, civil war, which kind of changed the balance of that, all right? And we got to agree on that if you do the studies on it, okay? Is that only the yahoos, right? The, 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 the uneducated ones want to continue pressing forward with because you black, you dumb. The intelligent businessmen, the ones that run the country, they know that don't make no sense. It just don't make sense to have a whole lot of that nonsense. It's better for business for black people to be strong and doing what they're supposed to do. It's just better business. Scared of you overtaking the United States? See, they, they, see we make this false... Uh, uh, a false statement of once we get our stuff together, we can take this back. You can't take this back. It's over with, bro. 
Like, like you're not taking this. So they're not, they're not afraid of you handling your business and being a power in the United States. That's not, as a matter of fact, it helped them out. It helps them out. So all that, they don't want us to get back. Man, they're not worried about you getting back. That's not the problem. The, the, the problem is, is the stress, you know what I'm saying, that being poor puts on the system, the stress, the high crime rates, the crime. So right now they're in like a quagmire. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's a situation where people are starting to just stand up and they just downright mad. They'd rather you be mad and know what the hell you want. they saying, what, what is it that you want? Martin Luther King and them was clear on what they want. So we need to figure out what we want. And at the front of what we want is we want to check. And I'm going to end on that, bro. And that's it. That's all we got. And I'm gone. Holla at you, King.